Oh, like, it's like getting sucked off by an angel. Well, we're back here on the Skimbo Lounge. Rory, how you doing, buddy? Oh. Gassy, a little gassy. Yeah? Yeah. That sounds about standard. Something I wanted to share with everyone. Well, I would like to start um, a little something we need to address. What's that? Uh, it's been brought to my attention that there are women tuning into this podcast. Oh, how exciting. Uh, apparently, we didn't make it clear. The Skimbo Lounge is a men's rights activist podcast. Oh, Jesus Christ. Where we talk about men and men's issues like big time bear shits and shaving our dicks. So if you got two X chromosomes, you can get out. I wonder if there's actually an episode where we've mentioned shaving our dicks or if that's the first reference to that. Uh, potentially the first and certainly not the last because you know what I got this week in the mail? <sighs> what? We're not even sponsored by them, but I'm going to go ahead and give them the free advertising. Uh-huh. I got a Manscaped lawnmower. Oh, you got one of those things. Yeah. I see the ads for that crap. So you are the demographic now. Yeah. Well, hey, you're going to listen to enough podcasts. They're going to market the dick shaver to you. Okay. Well, you think we can get money from them for that maybe? Well, I mean. Sell it. it go. I'm it's- about to sing its praises. First of all, it's whisper quiet. <laughs> no shame involved at all. <laughs> no, no, no. That's actually a lie because it's called the lawnmower because it sounds like you're starting a lawnmower. <laughs> there are only two things you can be doing when you hear this device, when other people hear it, they will either go, okay, that is a large fat woman using a Hitachi to masturbate, or oh it's God. a man shaving his dick. Uh, this is how I, I, I assume this went, was you turn this thing on and your, your dad comes, hey, Al, what are, you, what are you doing? Don't come in here! Honestly, you're not wrong, because they do <laughs> not send it in discreet packaging. I would have had an easier time accepting a delivery for a severed head, like explaining that. Because I got it, it just says... Manscaped, your balls will thank you all over the fucking box. He just comes in, so you, uh, you finally bought a flashlight, huh? <laughs> well, he handed it to me, and he had this, like, the tone of his voice was like, how's the homework coming there, slugger? It's like, <laughs> bought yourself a ball shaver, did you, huh, son? <laughs> you know, technically what? you can use it on your titties and your butt crack, too. You know, let's not pigeonhole the technology here. We've got, there's amazing advancements in the worlds of crotch shaving. But I gotta tell you, it uh, it does a great job. I did not. I I I've blown away. Are you? I'm pretty ball shaving accident prone. <laughs> like Got a couple I, of nicks. I've nicked and snagged the old. Uh, well, we've definitely area. talked about that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nothing yeah. worse than a bloody dick. <laughs> <laughs> but with the lawnmower 3.0, it's got a light on it and a guard, so you also don't shave off all your weird pubes and have like a grub worm situation. It's pretty neat. It's pretty keen. <laughs> It was All the right. right amount of shaved. Well, let's really get into it. How much did this cost you? Uh, 70 bucks. So $70. I neglected for this. to use any promo codes like all the podcasters tell you to do. Use my promo code to get 20% off and free shipping. That somehow escaped me. Take a swing at what the promo code would be. What do you mean? Like, what would it be called? Like, 20 ball off or. Well, it's like I listen to the Tim Dillon show, so it's like Tim 20. Oh, that's uninventive. It's nothing exciting. Bummer. Yeah, it's not like Polyp 9. Oh, no. <laughs> Milky Discharge 4. But, uh, yeah, so... Maybe shudder a little bit. The the dick shaver, is uh, it's working out pretty good so far. Only, only used it the once, and I went crazy. Shaved my chest with it. 
shave the fucking I, I don't want to call it the groin because that sounds gross and medical <laughs> so I'll, let's, we'll just call it a mound a pubic mound <laughs> that sounds so much better that's somehow not worse oh, whew, to me haven't used it on the old asshole yet, but that's coming. That's next. <laughs> waiting for it. Might take the guard off the that day. one. <laughs> well, good luck when winter comes. Yeah. And you're just very cold. It is Vermont. You know, the, the well, global warming has that effect, though, now where we don't really have to worry about that as much. True. Very true. We're, we're probably in for a nice mild winter, the way things have been going. Mm-hmm. Although I don't know, because it, uh, it all came on pretty soon. It feels like we just closed our eyes and it was not summer anymore. Uh, I mean, it was pretty cold today. Yeah, it's cold and rainy. And I'm wondering when it's going to start to snow. That's like the real, you know, that's when it starts getting real fucking cold. If it's going to get cold at all. That's when the shit goes down. I don't know. Well, as the cold weather comes. This I'm not is... excited for February. <laughs> <laughs> no. How could anyone be? It's the worst month ever. Which also actually is a great segue. See, the thing is, I have so many things written down that we could talk about, and I have a million segues for all of them. Oh, I'm so excited for the segue. So I'm, why don't I'm you... the king of the transition, <laughs> you know? I mean, I guess technically that's probably some like lovely trans person out there technically has the title, the king of the transition. So I am the king of the hand-fisted segue. Let's call it that. Was any of that a transition to the new topic? No, actually, I dug the hole further and got us farther <sighs> away from a new topic in pointing that out. So to backtrack a little bit, uh, since we're talking about women and the podcast, did you catch Bill Burr's monologue on Saturday Night Live? Yeah, I, uh, I watched it. You watched the whole thing? I, I did. I watched it through it once. What did you think? What was your takeaway? I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, Bill Burr is, it's all, he's just trying to piss people off, I think, a little bit. He just tries to make fun of the audience. He tries to make fun of the people watching, and it pisses him off a little bit. Well, people are super fucking pissed off at him. He's being called Shrill Burr. Awesome. He probably loves it. The people, because everyone, he first of all, it. for context, the big thing that everyone's mad about is he, he had this bit where he was talking about white feminists, white women. He was like, you know, we've got the woke movement, which <laughs> yeah. was supposed to be about oppressed peoples. And then white women swung their Gucci booted legs over the fucking fence and got first in line for the oppression Olympics. Shut How'd you do that? Good job. Yeah, and his whole thing was like, you know, you were fine to, you are content to roll around in the blood money, and anytime you wanted to sneak out and cheat with a black guy, if you got caught, you got to say it was non-consensual, and he got killed and you faced no consequences, so shut up and sit down and take your fucking talking to, like the rest of us toxic white males, and all I'll say is, as a comedian, and you could probably speak on this, because you're actually a, com- a stand-up comedian, but I've got to feel like there's nothing better than when... Stupid people in the audience prove your point for you. When you, I mean, it's just, it's, you always got to take the stance that, A, it's a, it's a performance, uh, I think, at the end of the day. There's a certain truth to it, but it's also, like, there, there's, uh, I don't, I don't understand. Like, you can be offended by a joke, but that's, like, that's your thing to deal with. Trying to get, like, I don't know, shrill burr, I think it's kind of funny. As well. Well, because their, their argument cl- is... I think it's kind of clever. <laughs> if he was a woman, he would be called shrill. And I did not realize women didn't like being called shrill. So I'm 100% going to call more women shrill all the time now. That's what, you're, that's, that's what you got out of that? That was my takeaway. Was antagonize women more in 2021. Because they just give the most satisfying responses to it. Because he went in on them. He went in on white women. Show and white work. women... Did not disappoint. They came out on Twitter and were like, he's a toxic white man and he needs to be canceled. 
Yeah, it was. So you're saying it was cancel culture really coming for him? Yeah, and like, because like you're you look, you're you're free to say whatever you want in your characters on Twitter. Like, I'm I'm specifically going to start getting into Twitter just to harass politicians, probably. Dude, please take over the Skimbo Lounge Twitter and be active on it. Ah, uh, it's so much work. It is a ton of work for no payoff, but that's almost why it's fun. I'm telling you, the last time <laughs> I was on Twitter, at the end of it, when I realized I needed to get off Twitter, was when a bunch of uh, Mormons were harassing me for having said that early in their religion there was polygamy. <laughs> and they were very mad at me. And they came at me in force. But at the same time, what did you say that was wrong? Nothing. Exactly. Like, it's totally different now. I'm like, yeah, of course it is. Like, that's that's the- great. You changed and evolved. But do you realize that that's what the foundation of that religion is? Be fruitful and multiply. And how can you best accomplish that? By fucking multiple people. Not the women. Women, you can only fuck one guy. But that guy can fuck up to like nine women, I'm pretty sure. Exactly. And so when you point that out, some people get mad at you, I guess. (laughs) Like, why are you defending this? (laughs) You have like zero rights in this religion. Uh, So I was just like, well, maybe I just need to walk away from Twitter. Is this not what this was made for? You're an easy bake uterus. Come (laughs) on. I don't think this is what people invented Twitter to do. That's exactly what Twitter was supposed to be like. There's a fire in Sacramento, and then everyone in Sacramento knows that they need to evacuate their houses. No, the last cool thing Twitter did, and your mileage... Instead, it's like, Cardi B ain't shit. (laughs) It's like, okay. It's Cardi B having shrimp cocktail for the first time. She's like a baby eating bacon for the first time. 10.2 million people who follow Kanye West need to hear what he has to say about whatever he wants to say. No, I mean, everyone is using Twitter exactly how it was intended, to aggravate the fuck out of each other. To I just guess. antagonize people you'll never actually meet. That is I mean, 100% what Twitter was meant for. That's, where, that's what it's definitely become. The last cool thing Twitter did, and your mileage may, mar- may, may vary with me calling it cool, but it was the Arab Spring. Like facilitating the Arab Spring where there was like almost revolution in the Middle East. Yeah, I don't know how you really top something like that in terms of like actual cultural impact. I mean... Correct me if I'm wrong, because I don't know anything about Twitter. So like, oh, yeah, well, this was also used down in you know this other country and helped in this way. And I, if it did it once, then maybe it's done it uh, in other situations as well. So I don't, I don't really. Well, I'm sure like the Me Too movement or the Speaking Out movement, which was like a Me Too. Light. I don't want to get canceled. <laughs> I don't want to say the wrong. Well, I got bad news for you, Rory. Oh, it's coming. It's already happened. That's fine. I'm I, again. I'm still waiting for our first piece of hate mail. Yeah, we keep getting a lot of encouragement, again, mostly from these white women. Somebody said something to me that really, like, struck home, which was, like, people don't use email anymore. At least not for this sort of thing. Like, people use email at work. Yeah. And then when you get home, like, what are you going to do? Dear Skimbo Lounge, it's been a fortnight since I listened to your podcast, and I have been mulling it over over a nice brandy as I sit by the fire with my small beagle chomps. Your voices have kept me warm and many a long night in the field, and I can't wait to come home and regale you of tales of the times I shaved my dick. <laughs> like, well, with a straight razor. Well, my hot pocket has finished in the microwave. <laughs> I must be going. Time to make love to it and eat it, not necessarily in that order. Faithfully yours, loves to poon. 84. I, okay, great. I mean, I think... I think Somebody just waxing poetic. <laughs> That's the thing is we've, we've gotten a lot of lovely compliments, again, primarily from our female listeners. So I've made it a mission to drive them off. 
<laughs> oh, great. Because I think toxic masculinity is the only thing that's going to power this podcast through to the you, next you century. You think that's in? That, that's going to be the end for next year? As we slide into the end of 2020? 2021 you think that's is going to make be... 2021 better is if, if, uh, if you <laughs> harass and belittle our uh, female audience? 2021 is going to be a fucking dude fest. Mark my words. It's the year of the dude. You're just going to bro out? Yep. Okay. I, I look forward to watching it well, as was... you crater yourself into the ground. Oh, I'm taking you with me. I know. I've got your hand in a death lock, and I'm not letting you go as I plummet over That's the That's fine. Cliff. Just don't let us limp away from this thing because, you know, I don't... Like, it's all or nothing. I don't miss, Rory. Yeah, there you go. My incisive political wit and social commentary never Cracking. misses. <laughs> Never. I. Uh, it's funny. I was talking to some other friends of ours last night. We have friends, apparently. We have friends, and I'm in a text chain with them. And I was like, you know, I've really been waiting patiently for this friend group to hit its latent cocaine use period. <laughs> like, when are we going to be cocaine guys? I feel like we're we're like primed for it. And again, I think 2021. I think 2021 is the year we become a blow dude crew. I and I think we need to call it that when we tell people about it. And we tell people about it all the time. Blow dude crew. I think you're going to have to set up a Facebook crew and be like, hey, we're going to meet in these men's stalls across <laughs> Central Vermont. Here's a, a network of... blow crew. Blow dude crew. Yeah. And see what kind of responses you get. Here are our elaborate system of hand signals that we use. <laughs> like, I thought this was over with when Craigslist got rid of their sec- those, uh, <laughs> those casual sections. But this dude's bringing it back with Facebook groups. Thanks, Skimbo Lounge. It's too bad we don't have a video component because I could like show you guys all the hand signals we're going to oh, use. Oh, no. <laughs> like if you stick your tongue into your cheek... These sweet hand signals. Just just walk into a Barnes and Noble. I realize those don't exist anymore, but like walk in with your tongue in your cheek and just like kind of bullfrog it out a little bit. Make eye contact with a dude and give him one of those. And if he's in, if he's a blow dude, crew dude, he'll, he'll meet it. you in the shitter. <laughs> he'll give you a pump back with his fist. Toot toot. Like he's on a train. You just punched your ticket to the troll. beef bus. That is the most horrifying thing ever. I'm just saying, if 2020 really has been such a bad year, and it has... Get a lot of memory on your phone, because I want you to record all of this. All of the handset? Like, all of my plans for the Blow Dude crew? All of it. I think I'm going to buy you a GoPro, and we're just going to strap it to your head. <laughs> for my random sexual encounter? Hey, what, are you, what the fuck are you doing? Hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was thinking we'd just hang out and do cocaine. <laughs> That's why I drilled this hole in the stall, so I could pass the cocaine through to you. The dude zips his pants and runs away in shame. Senator, Senator. <laughs> Where are you going? Come and get me, Mr. Senator. I don't know. All I'm saying is if 2020 really sucked that bad, and it did, but it's kind of become hackneyed. Like anytime anything happens, you drop your ice cream cone on the sidewalk and you just go, this 2020, am I right? Just everybody does it now. I think we're giving really bad juju for the next year, though. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's the po- power of positive thinking, the law of attraction. If you want 2021 to be good, you have to make the 2021 you want. Well, here, I think that the misnomer for a lot of people right now is they think it's rock bottom for them, and it's not. Oh. Things can always get worse, and they can get much, much worse. If you've listened to this show, you know that's true. Yeah, and so 2021 can be worse than this year was. It doesn't mean just because of how terrible 2020 was that 2021 is going to be better because this year was just awful. It could be so much worse. It can be so much worse, and if you want it to, 
Trump won, and uh uh-oh, now there's a strain of Ebola out there, and it's like COVID. In fact, it's like COVID and Ebola fucked, and that transmission rate's coming through, and they're like, no mask is going to, as they cough up blood. Shit. And that's 2021. To to piggyback off of that, I saw a a great video of Trump where he proclaimed (laughs) himself both immune to the coronavirus and bisexual. Did you see that? <laughs> no, I did not. He got up and was like, "What? I think I've got." You're making this up. No, 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 no. I think I've got the exact quote here. If I didn't uh, oh, get rid of it, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah, here it is. He got up at a rally and I said, "Took a day off from politics." They say I'm immune. I feel so powerful. I'll walk into that audience. I'll walk in there, kiss everyone in that audience. I'll kiss the guys and the beautiful women. So, congratulations to a bi king. I think that's what he's saying? Yeah. 100%. Well, we're going to get Trump paying lip service to being woke, but only reaping the benefits of something like being bisexual. I don't think anybody that's going to vote one way or the other is going to change their mind right now anymore, based on anything that anyone says. <laughs> no. No. You know, and it's interesting. There's just, like, so much fun political stuff happening. Like, you heard about the whole plot to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer, right? Uh, Michigan? Yeah, the governor of Michigan. Yeah, I did. Dude, the whole the saw... whole drywall industry in that town was wiped out that day. All those fucking bearded white dudes. And I see all that crew, and I look at them, and I go, that's the Walmart elite. That's who they are. Quite frankly. I think about that. The Walmart cartel. Yeah, and they're like, um, like online bought Kevlar vests, you know, and they're really expensive fucking military-issue rifles, and the FBI comes in and goes, <laughs> no. Look at what you guys were saying to each other online. What do you guys think? Are you kidding? No. Facebook, they, Facebook doesn't let this, like, they're not going to keep this private. Comes out later that you kidnap this woman. And then it comes out that Facebook had in messages or wherever they did it that they had this plot to do it. They'd be fucking crucified for it. Well, they are going to get crucified. That's exactly what they did. Yeah. Was they basically were completely I'm saying they're fucking morons. Indiscreet in planning the kidnapping yes. of this woman. Because they're morons. But I just like I'm glad she's safe, but like that's that's fucking hilarious that we have people that are thinking of kidnapping politicians. To do what? To hold her hostage and be like, open up the state, liberate Michigan. I don't know what the end game is there. What they think they're gonna accomplish. I'm not sure they know. And is there a policy to negotiate with terrorists, foreign or domestic? Is there really? like, to, That's not how it works, is it? It's like we come in, we, like, they kidnap her, and then we send in our best, and they all die. They don't get captured. We, we send in Larry the Cable Guy to negotiate. <laughs> we'll only speak to Larry. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Goes, I don't really know what I'm doing here. Get her done. <laughs> These guys said they want a gift card to Bass Pro Shop and uh, stripper big titties. And, uh, what else did you say there, fellas? Coors Light, the one oh, where yeah. the mountains turn blue when it's cold. <laughs> well, you heard them. Hit, get her done. And then they just have to wait around, and then they just go in and kill them all. <laughs> Can you imagine? That would actually be a great Larry the Cable Guy movie, Larry the Hostage Negotiator. Don't shoot the woman. All right, and they just mow everybody down. Don't jump. You got a lot to live for. There's a lot a- of people care about you out here. <laughs> Did I do a good job? They're all dead. <laughs> I guess. Larry the Federal Agent. <sighs> Don't be careful. They'll make it. He hasn't done anything in a while, and that concerns me. Really? he's got a lot left in the tank. He's got a lot of money. I don't think he needs to do anything anymore. America paid him out good. He's rich as shit. Yeah, they turned out that boy pussy, and 
He's he's re- all of the white collar comedy dudes. All those guys. Blue collar. Blue collar. White collar. White collar. <laughs> very different. Nick Kroll. All white those. Comedy. All those white comedy dudes uh, are rich as fucking shit for the blue collar comedy tour, the TV show that came from it, and all of the stand up tours that they did, like resulting from it. Yeah, I mean we we've we've talked about this, and it's it's the Trump voter starter kit basically. Yeah, it's incredible. Like, they were just getting the world ready for Trump. They people would go there and be like, man. That Lawrence, the cable guy, sure is smart and incisive. What if we could have a guy like that as our president? He says what I'm thinking. Can you imagine? And they just they made it happen in like 10 years. Honestly, honestly, that's the greatest argument for democracy that anyone could ever make. Like the efficacy of democracy. The people saw it and the people went for it. So you're saying we need to get like six guys talking about fiscal responsibility and... <laughs> Doing it in a funny way, and everyone in America, but hey, it was really funny what he did there. And then, in like six years from then, maybe we'll have it. Like, oh, climate change, hilarious. But that's the problem with comedy: is comedy is not for funny people anymore. It's like all agenda driven. And the the here's the fucking crazy thing: I mean, comedy is always kind of like it's personal, or they're trying to say something about the world. Like, look at George Carlin. Yeah, but that was like actually funny, and he wasn't pandering to anyone. True. That's comedy now is Nanette. And if those of you who don't know what that is, that's an Australian woman who got up and like, hey, you know, good for you if you want to do a one woman show and you want to talk about being sexually assaulted. I have no joke here. That's a horrible thing. But it's billed as like the greatest stand up special of all time. And halfway through, she just stops doing jokes and talks about being sexually assaulted. And it's like, it's more all of right, a performance piece at that. Yeah, point. can we call that a one-woman show? Can we call that a performance art piece? Well, people are entitled to their opinion to think about what they assume is the best stand. I would say, you know, I think some of the best stand-up comedy ever in the past twenty years is Dave Chappelle. And I would argue that some of the best stand-up comedy I've ever seen is the Black Israelites in New York City because <laughs> oh. they just roast everyone that walks by them. Oh yeah, I don't. I don't think I ever ran into those guys actually. Oh, yeah. Well, they're the ones that started the whole... We're off on a whole other thing, but the whole Covington thing. Remember the MAGA kid and the the, right, the yeah. Native American banging the drum in his face and that yep. whole thing? The black Israelites started that because they oh. were just <laughs> ripping on everyone. Just sitting in the back, just harassing. The Native Americans walked by and they were like, your ancestors had sex with animals. <laughs> That's and worshipped animals and had sex with them. Okay, cool, man. I don't... That's <laughs> Checkmate. That one time, but, you know... Yeah, I don't know. I don't. That doesn't hurt my feelings. <laughs> That's you know, what I'd say. I feel like they probably wouldn't like me. Like you guys are cool. We should hang out. <laughs> my wife only smells like a buffalo, but I don't know. I, I like, yeah, no, I, I'm not dating anybody. You're right. That was it. Was very clever. Good, good burn on me, black <laughs> Israelites. I don't have a job. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but you I, guys are smart. There's this whole thing with comedy. It's like very agenda driven now, and like what you can and cannot say, which was the whole point of stand-up. Like, you don't have to like Lenny Bruce, but at least, like, what he stood for. Like, his comedy is not funny. No, it's not really that good, but it was more, again, it's like a performance thing. It was pushing the envelope to to kind of set the precedent for what the art form saying things that at that time you really couldn't say. Exactly. And, and like, put out there. It was was propagated. So, like, that's what comedy was once upon a time. But it's just the weirdest fucking phenomenon ever is the fact that the Republicans have all of the lamest fucking policy positions. You have to be responsible with your money. You can't have an abortion. Like, you get pregnant, you got to have that kid. 
You have to you fucking... You should be responsible with your money, but I don't, I don't think that's really what it comes Fuck down that. to. Because they spend more than fucking... Anyways, let's not even get into it. But, like, go to church, take your vitamins, say your prayers. Like, the Republicans are fucking lame dweebs. I am, and they always, there's always, like, a sexual scandal, too, where they're caught with, like, an underage prostitute, and it's all fucked up. Like, there's, there's tons of examples of that kind of shit. But they walk around like, no, we're the we're the true the true men in this. Ben Shapiro is the ideal male. You may not like it, but there he goes. I feel really bad for anybody who's like Ben Shapiro is the shit. There I are really, people who feel I that know, way. I and know. We know this. There's a lot of people like that. That's fine. I guess I'm not like. <laughs> do what you want. I guess. But it's it's crazy that like republicanism and conservatism are like the manly cool. Idiot, they like Chester the Cheetah being like, "Vote Trump, MAGA." Like they think they're so fucking cool. The fucking liberals have the best, the coolest, the most permissive policy positions. They're like, "You want an abortion? That's cool, buddy. I'll drive you." But they're reaching that audience. Like that's really all they're trying. They that's that's the whole thing. Like for us, like it's, it looks stupid and lame as fucking shit. But imagine if you were fourteen years fucking old. Um, and you started hearing Ben Shapiro, and then you hit voting age. You've been listening to him for four years. You're this disenfranchised, pissed-off kid in this white suburban fucking place. And eventually you get to voting age, and you listen to this dude. Like, you're going to do what they fucking say politically. But listen, That's who they're trying to get to. That's a huge swath across America. But listen to Ben Shapiro when you're 14. And then on the opposite side of the coin, listen to fucking, like, who, who's a uh, liberal media gadfly? I don't even fucking. I want my instinct is to say Lena Dunham, but she's a bad example because nobody likes her. I mean, the well, left. No, I guess like it's her. not even. I wouldn't call it a gadfly. Um, you'd, you'd probably be like that age. You're listening to like the Chris, young let's Turks say Chrissy Teigen. Fucking... Let's say Chrissy Teigen because a lot of people put a Chrissy lot of stock. Okay. A lot of people put a lot of stock into what Chrissy Teigen has to say. Does she have a poli sci major? <laughs> no, she does not. But I was like, wow, okay. But imagine if you have to, you grow up, you can listen to Ben Shapiro. You're or listening to some Hollywood, a Hollywood piece. scold who's telling you that everything about you is stupid and wrong, and that nothing that you do, like they treat you like you're the guy that runs the Ferris wheel at the county fair. Sure. Who are you going to side with? That's what's so crazy. The liberals have the like correct policy positions, the cool guy policy positions, but they act so fucking lame that it becomes impossible to attract like. Well, I mean, if we're going to get fucking political about it, I think that... Let's get political. You look at, like, the the popular vote was won last time, um, but at the same time, that doesn't win the Electoral College. Like, that's why they use the Electoral College like a crutch. There's a really scary precedent, and I can't remember what it's specifically called. It's got a very boring name, but it, it is basically a thing where when you get enough states to sign up for it, the Electoral College allows you to vote for the way your state goes or the way the popular vote goes. And it can be a really great thing, but basically if it's only if you're signed up. And once a certain, like basically once en masse states vote for this particular pact, it's just basically going to be like a rush to do this probably. So it becomes a way for Republicans to, I mean, it's not really gerrymandering, but it's the kind of sense where say your state technically went blue, but it's swaying in a way where you can still vote red. And so you pull up those electoral votes all in mass for the Republican Party. And so the Republican Party takes the election regardless of which way it goes now. It's kind of convoluted, but 
it's kind of a scary precedent. And I don't know if it's going to happen this election. I don't think it's it's gotten there yet. But Well, there's a lot of questions. It's a potential future possibility. Oh, Amy Coney Barrett getting confirmed and court packing. A lot of people have a lot of questions. But you know what nobody asked for? That the fucking Hollywood... And first of all... look up the name of this now. It's going to bug the shit out of me. We have to draw a distinction between garden variety libs and the fucking Hollywood elite. <laughs> because the Hollywood people need to fucking... Not, the best thing they could do, if they really want Joe Biden to win, they need to shut the fuck up. Because it's not going to happen. Have you seen the video, the latest one that they're doing? No. Where they all got naked? No, I don't all pay attention celebrities, to any of it. The usual suspects, Mark fucking Ruffalo. Ooh, well, I kind of want to see R- Mark Ruffalo naked. Man. Him and his yeah. fucking salt and pepper pubies. He's great. Find their way into everything. No, I'll tell you why you like it, Rory. Sarah Silverman is in it. She's doing that classic woman thing. Sarah, Sarah Silverman's just kind of classically attractive. You know? She's super attractive. She does that. I don't know why this is so attractive, but when a woman holds her own boobs to cover them, you're like you're not even actually seeing boob, but it's just like... If she sneezes and forgets. it feels kind of intimate. It's super intimate. I've never felt closer to Sarah Silverman. Oh, well, that's beautiful. And I had just manscaped and everything, <laughs> so I was riding a high. It was like... I am ready for this. And then... Who was next? But then Zach she, Galifianakis. Then she, like, oh, oh, Jack Black. So you were Jack close. <laughs> yeah, you're like, Sarah Silverman's there, and you're like, damn, she is 50, and she looks great. And then it's Jack Black. And you're like, he's got better boobs, but uh, they're hairier, too. So. That's true. I don't know how I feel about Beautiful this. Beautiful features. And then you work one out to Jack Black, and you feel a little shame, but... You give yourself a knot, and you dust off, and off you go. It's not like cleaning Jello out of a shag carpet, because you manscaped. Don't so. need to watch this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that shame switch where you're watching porn, and in the minute, you're like, oh, this is, this is so fucking it's transgressive gross. and wrong, and yeah. I fucking love it. And then you blow <laughs> your stack, and afterwards, you're like, I'm a monster! Oh my god! You call the FBI and tell them to come get you. <laughs> Just a crime's been committed here, officer. Please. Listen, we're gonna disconnect you from this line if you don't stop it, sir. Please, I went off like the Challenger. Please come arrest me. <laughs> no, you don't know what I was looking at. Actually, we do. We started at a while. We started <laughs> when the, at the, the third call here. Yeah. We'll really, be re- you guys are keeping track. This is nine, sir. This is nine. This is nine. I just want to let you guys know you're my best friend. Click. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck me. I don't know. It's just they, they got to cool it with this whole like naked balloting thing. Like I get it. It's, it's real issues, but we don't need to hear about it from people who are on that fucking masked singer show or the new one. I can see your voice. Are you familiar? No. I can see your voice. You haven't seen no. it or heard of it? No. So the, pre- there. the premise is they, they parade people in and you basically have it's to like another judge baking show? from what's that? It's like another baking show. Is that what this is? They're, they're baking up a treat for America. That's for sure. Oh, that's beautiful. No, basically they, they bring in a bunch of people like average Joe's and looking at them, you're supposed to guess if the voice that you're hearing, they like play a clip of them singing and you're supposed to, you literally, the only thing is, does that, did that sound come out of the person that you're looking at? So they'll dress you up like a fucking professional golfer and they'll have you sitting there because they have to give you all something to identify by. It can't just be the guy in the green shirt. It's the huh. golfer. So you're standing there and they're like, did this sound come out of the golfer? And you go, oh God, I don't know. Uh, no, he doesn't look like he'd ever be talented at anything. No. And then you get up and you do a live performance and you actually are the singer 
and they lose money or something. I don't really know. It's a stupid idea. Oh, it's like, so it's a game show. It's basically. a game show. It's, there's money involved. I think so. It's mostly an excuse for celebrities to be like, what? That was real? I don't believe. Oh, I'm so shocked. I'd be more shocked, but my Botox will literally rip the skin on my face in half. <laughs> Up next, Halle Berry guesses whether or not this guy can sing Vivaldi. And he just comes on and, I don't know, I'd probably give it a perusal. Yeah, the, second, like- the second the commercials kick in, I am go, oh, fuck, I wonder if that show I was actually watching is back on. And I flick back over. But I haven't watched TV in a long time. That's how it used to be. It's weird. Well, because oh, like I don't search those kind of shows out anymore. Well, I don't either, but I live with my parents. So my mom and my stepdad, when they're watching this stuff... You pop in, you're like, oh, what happened to the rest of the fucking apples? And Oh, what are you guys watching? Oh, it's uh, I Can See Your Voice. So I came up with a show that I think is going to be a big hit. Are you ready for this one? Are these deadly fish you're about to jump into the water with? Or are they normal? And you're just like, I'm going to bet that those are fine. And he jumps in and these piranhas just eat him alive. Well, mine's sort of like that. Mine is called I Can See Your Penis. (laughs) (laughs) You just put up a giant plexiglass thing and all you can see is like, Rows and rows of penises. Then when we pull the thing down, you have to correctly match the face to the penis. And if you lose, you have to suck that penis. And it's all celebrities. <laughs> oh, no. I, don't, I think we're going to have a hard time getting the cast. Patrick gonna, Stewart would do it. Are you gonna, kidding me? It's, it's going to have to be the people on some rough times or like losing relevance. I, I, that's the thing. Is do you cele- remember this person from The Young and the Restless? Well, here's their penis. <laughs> Well, no, you're not even guessing the celebrities. It's going to be people like me and my freshly manscaped balls will be there behind plexiglass, and all you see is my dick. Oh, so and if Jack Black can't match your face to your penis... He has to suck my dick. He has to suck (laughs) you. This is mostly I want a famous person to put their mouth around my genitals. (laughs) Guy, girl, doesn't really matter. Our president's bi. It's good enough for me. That's right, Gallagher. (laughs) Cut those balls. Sally Struthers. Does this sound like a, does this face yeah. match that dick? I think you're going to have a hard time getting people to sign up. I don't know. <laughs> Can you imagine Patrick Stewart on that show? Damn it, Jack <laughs> White. I can't believe you match my face to my penis. Well, that's the one thing I haven't thought of is what if they guess correctly? Uh-huh. In your face. Now here's a song. <laughs> he plays the song while you suck <laughs> your own dick. <laughs> the big three killed my baby. Oh. What a random fucking White Stripe song for me to pick, too. Yeah. But good for you. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's a good idea. So tell me, you guys out there, um, tweet at us, at Skimbo Lounge. <laughs> Would you watch I Can See Your Penis on NBC? Yeah, I, I'd be interested to know. I don't think anyone's going to, though. Should we name the episode this week, I Can See Your Penis? <laughs> I think you're going to do what you want anyways, because you're a sadist. Well, I'm asking for your input. I'm going to say maybe, unless there's you can think of something else. Okay. Well, so far, the runaway favorite is I Can See Your Penis. Great. I'm super excited for you. For You're going to write it down somewhere, and you're just going to go, yeah, that's easy. You know. Hey, so that's fine. Why don't, we, why don't you ham-fist a segue there, bud? Ham-fist a segue? Well, I mean, I, I, I've got this notebook here with unless all kinds of things we can talk about. you got another idea to regale me with I Can See Your... Like, what's, what's another show you got? Anything? Is that where you were going? I don't have another... Um, I don't have another game show, no. Well, you're not going to get any seed money for me then, because I'm like lukewarm on I Can See Your Penis. Oh, I've got plenty of seed to go that's around. Like a, that's a money disaster. Why? Because getting work. those celebrities is not going to be cheap. Getting Tom Cruise on? No. It's going to be a pain. One of the Hemsworths? Phew. They're going to need a lot of money to be on I Can See Your Penis. You're not paying for it. Why do you care? 
It's the network that shells out to get the celebrity. That's what I'm saying. I don't think they're going to pick it up. There's also no money involved in this. You do realize it's guess wrong and suck my dick. <laughs> so I'm going to be in every episode, So you're saying too. the celebrities have to... <laughs> <laughs> so but it's obviously that guy. <laughs> you try to shave it in different ways, like, no, it's definitely it's definitely him. I mean Manscaped would fuck. sponsor the show. Fuck, fuck, fuck. I'm so mad. Bruce Valanche comes on and gets it right, and I'm just like, oh, what have I Suck done? My dick Jennifer Lopez <laughs> running at her naked. For some reason you're wearing your socks, you get no traction, you fall, they cut away. Yeah. I fall on my I've got a Habsy. I just mm-hmm. fall and break. People say break your penis. What does that mean? It means it snaps. But there's no bone in your actual yeah, you bone. break that like kind of cartilage, I think. It's just engorged tissue. I try not to think about it. I try not to think about it. Is it, it seems probable. Is it like when you free when you go out with wet hair on a like sub-zero day and it freezes and you could technically like break your hair off? Is it the same thing? No, it's like that's, you know, it's like getting your breaking your arm. That snap, I'm sure. And you're like, oh, no, something's wrong. I should not have done whatever oh, I was no. doing to break my penis. Well, it's like because I'm a, I'm a big new girl watcher and Schmidt breaks his cock in that show. And I'm like, what are the physics no, no, of breaking no. your penis? I don't think you should ever. That's, that's not something I, I want to think about. It's not something you want anyone you wants to think about, but you should. You have to have a contingency plan. What happens, Rory, you go when to the you're on, I can see hospital. your penis, and you break your penis? You go to the fucking hospital. And then what? You get your penis set. They lance your dick? They do something. They go, well, we're going to have to cut it off. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have half of a penis now. They can't set a bone. It's not like that. It's not like you have a green stick fracture in your cock. They do something. But what? That's what I want to know. I don't know. I'm not a... I don't even know what you call that. I, I guess that's a surgeon at that point. It's got to be. They're going to oh, do yeah. surgery on it now? Another one of those. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the onset medic oh, for I no. can see your penis. He's like, man, I, I was in Vietnam and this is way fucking worse. <laughs> they got to cancel that show, man. I smoked hash out of a human skull and this is just <laughs> way more unsettling. Why the fuck? How, how's this basic cable access show getting all these celebrities here? Jesus, because celebrities are whores. We'll do anything. Somebody somebody get that syringe for Jamie Foxx's penis. <laughs> Looks like grape jelly coming out of that thing. Jesus Christ. God, I don't... Oh. You get a hematoma in your dick? How bad Someone knows. Hurt? I bet you at least one of our listeners knows what the deal is. The thing is, I guarantee Mitch knows. If Mitch was here, he'd be like, well, here's what happens when you break your dick, okay? Yeah. I'll, I'm going to walk you through it. First of all, there's no saving the testicles. They've been catastrophic. The <laughs> testes are a lost cause. Oh you swell up like race. <laughs> We're going to get you nudicles. Now, that's what you put in a dog after you neuter it so that it doesn't lose its self-esteem. <laughs> that's actually a thing, isn't it? Nudicles? Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. That you put your little testicles for dogs? My mom seriously considered getting them for our dog because she thought he was going to feel shamed for having no balls. I'm also fairly certain our cat's yeah. testicles grew back. That's a miracle of science. You need to run a drum of like, it was pus. That or, yeah, he just has a ball bag full of pus. Yeah, maybe. Because he still looks like he has little kitty balls right under his asshole. It's really weird. Although, I guess that's true of humans. So, what you're saying is you spent a lot of time analyzing your cat's ass and the area around it. How can you not? That's fair. It's a cat. Yeah, they get up in your face with Cat enthusiasts, what do you have to say about that? If you had a little cat, like if there's a little... you got to write Skimbo Lounge so he knows whether he needs to go get his cat's butt drained. Yeah, is this a problem? Does my cat have like testicular cancer despite having no testicles? It might, maybe. Can someone weigh in? That could be what's going on. It'll crush my mom. 
Well, you, I mean, you've got it. I mean, now rather than later, you're going to get a bunch of angry emails now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going for it. This is the best I've felt neons, and I'm going to piss everyone off. What a great segment. Also, if those bumps are real, you need to get them to the vet right now. <laughs> oh, great. That's going to keep you up at night. I'm just going to go home and pet your cat. Hey, buddy. Oh. Don't you go anywhere. <laughs> you're, you're so brave. You're so beautiful. He's a fighter. You're trying to aggressively push him against the ground until you hear a pop. <laughs> oh, it's better now. Horrible? Yeah, it's horrible to think about. That's the thing. When we used to have female cats and they were in heat, you used to have to like ball up a pair of socks and throw them at them and hope that you hit them in the giny and kind of give them that momentary thrill so they'll shut up. Oh, so what you need to do, what that makes me think of anyways, is get a blowgun, <laughs> get good with those tiny little darts, and you know the rest. I have an airsoft pistol. Poop. Probably not hard enough. Pew. Is that going to break the skin? Kind of just lightly. Poop. If I get close enough. <laughs> Man arrested for shooting his cat in the testicles the at point gun. blank range with a fucking <laughs> blowgun. More at 11. Well, man, it's done this America. Creator and star of I Can See Your Penis. <laughs> arrested tonight. <laughs> you won't believe what yeah. he was arrested for. He quoted as saying, This isn't going to ruin me. <laughs> I've come back from worse. Yeah. Our bisexual president will pardon me. I'm not even halfway to rock bottom. <clears throat> I've been thinking about that a lot. What, rock bottom? Rock bottom. And what that looks like for me. And it's like... Living in the woods where you're like, it's a pretty good day. I made a fire. <laughs> for me, I think it's, it's a lot of it's tied up in simping. Like, how, oh. far, how far would you go in simping? Like, for me, I've realized I think I would simp for a visa. I wouldn't, I wouldn't simp for money. That's pathetic. But I would marry a woman to give her a green card so she could come to this country to fuck another guy. You know what I'm saying? Why wouldn't she just marry that other guy? Because he that can't be tied down. Oh, because he's married. That's the, <laughs> Exactly. No, you, don't, I'm not doing that. That's rock bottom to me. Is <laughs> that's, like, oh, that's, right, that's your rock bottom. Yeah. Okay, is in that situation. That's pretty bad. Yeah, that's pretty bad. I just, that's a rock bottom. It makes you really think that there's like multiple ways to get there doesn't have to be the one way. No, that's what's so beautiful about rock bottom is you don't really know what it's going to yep. look like. Or Every, when you're in it. I everyone think. thinks of it in a two-dimensional way. It's a valley, folks. <laughs> and you can get there a lot of ways. Rock bottom is a spectrum. Yeah. Like, man, these guys know their shit. <laughs> well, we were talking the other day because you watched all four Hunger Games. Not to out you, but you watched all four Hunger Games in a sitting. Yeah. Well, in a day where I was doing absolutely nothing. I was concerned, but... <laughs> yeah, but whatever. At a certain point, I looked at it, I was like, well... Better finish it. I watched the I watched the first one and it recommended the second. I was like, "Fuck it!" And after the second, it recommended the third. And I was like, "I'm not." I was playing a game. Well, we got this far. Yeah, but that got me thinking. I too. wanted to watch the first one, and I ended up watching the other ones. Hey, Amazon's here to predict your needs, baby. Boy, those are terrible. At least the third and the fourth one are not good. I'm I'm fine with the first and the second, to a certain extent. Except when you get done the second, you're like, "Oh God, they're gonna they're gonna drag this fucker out." Yeah, I mean, first and second are pretty good. Um. The third one's all right, and the fourth one's not. The fourth one's just like a formality. It's not good. It's just to end the story. And make some, money. There's some fun movies in it. I think the thing for me, and like again, we maybe we'll get our hate mail. I don't really like Julianne Moore. No, me either. I'm just not a fan of Julianne Moore. If you like Julianne Moore in certain roles, I can see how she could do certain things the way because I just see her as doing the same thing and fucking everything. I compare what she did in the Hunger Games. I'd be like, oh, I, I saw what that. What's that Nicolas Cage movie next? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're gonna let me die when she's standing there when all the fucking shit is about to fall on them and Nicolas Cage goes over and saves her life is she in that? oh yeah 
I've never seen. Oh it. yeah, she's the F- she's an FBI agent. Um, I well, I thought you had it, this reference means nothing to you then, but I, I, it, I guess it does in the sense that pick her in two different roles and she kind of does the same fucking thing. Well, that I agree with. Have you seen? I mean, I think I asked you before. You, you haven't seen Thirty Rock, right? Not really. Not a lot of it. Because she was on. She had an arc on Thirty Rock where she was playing Alec Baldwin's character's old girlfriend, uh-huh. and he's from uh, Dorchester. And her fucking Boston accent is one of the more atrocious fucking things. You can watch the entire movie The Departed where everyone's Boston accent is pretty fucking rough. Uh-huh. Captain Queenie with the fucking quarters. Microprocessor. Like, they're all pretty rough. Yeah, well, it's like, okay, doesn't somebody, like, wouldn't somebody have a non-Boston accent? I mean, that's at least how you get out of the people who can't do one doing one. <laughs> yeah. So, but they they decide to make Julianne Moore this like not in the gang, but on the on the co- anyways. Yeah, the people in Costello's crew probably. I mean, there's one guy who's straight up Irish. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, have, I don't not, know. Obviously, not them. But anyways, go on. It's a hard accent to do, but she just like. She's an Academy Award winning. She's won an Academy Award, correct? I'm not just. I hang I can, on. I don't like her. I haven't followed her career. Oh, you're going to Siri has, it. Uh, Julianne Moore won an Academy Award. I'm not sure if Julianne Moore won, but I can help you search for award wins by movie. How can she not Useless. be sure? If she did, that information is out there. If she didn't, useless. You're Julianne useless, Siri. Julianne Moore Academy Award. Siri, why do you suck? I found this on the web. Yes, she did win in 2015 for... Interesting. Drumroll, please. Uh, Still Alice, whatever the fuck that is. Interesting. I did not see it. So maybe someone's like, she was fantastic in that. Maybe she is, because she won. Perhaps. But then again... Broken Clock is right twice a day. Well, and crap wins all the time. (laughs) (laughs) But she's an Academy Award winning actress who doesn't take the fucking time to learn how to do a compelling Boston accent. And I get that they kind of sort of made that into the joke, and that's the sh- kind of show 30 Rock is. Sure. Fuck, dude. She's just terrible. You, yeah, so instead, I mean, I guess the explanation would be it's on the nose. That's what she wanted to do. Yeah, it's on the friggin' nose. Bo- Quada. Microprocessor. She's going to do that for yeah, the rest of the show. Pretty much. But yeah, no, I'm selling on Julianne Moore. I mean, there's a lot of... Um, actors that I don't particularly enjoy, but that's, yeah. You know what? They that's all follow a pattern for me. You know who I don't like? Emma Stone. Yeah, I know. You You really don't like Emma Stone. Nope. I think I'm fine with her. I think she's a chari- black hole of charisma. What have you seen that you hated her in? Everything. Pick, like, specifically. Everything that I've seen her in. I have not enjoyed Emma Stone in. Okay. Not Zombieland. Not La La Land. I was like, I liked her in Zombieland. Not Finding Neverland. Which she was not in, but I did not that watch was about Michael Land. Jansen. And Mike- she wasn't in Finding Neverland, of course. No. That was about Michael Jackson allegedly molesting boys. Yeah. She did not find her way into that one. She <laughs> did find her way into the movie Aloha playing a Chinese woman. So like, explain that to me. just checking to see if people are paying attention. Goddamn right. Hey, that's just casting's fault. It's casting's fault, but at the same time, be, be smart enough to go, no, I can't do this. this I mean, is at that point, you ask how much she was going to make for it, because that's really what Hollywood comes down to. You can say you like people or not, but Emma Stone, Emma Watson, uh, Amelia Clark, Zoe Deschanel, 
other I mean, I don't know. Uh, just gonna start just what's, just what's point? I'm having a stroke. You hand them enough money, they're going to do it. Well, yeah. So how much money is the question? Well, let's find out. God damn no. Siri, what was Emma Stone's salary for the movie Aloha? Here's Aloha with Emma Stone's. <laughs> no. Nope. You'll never find it that way. That was just wasting everyone's time. I'm wasting no one's time. Can we also note how progressive I am for having my Siri set to be an Indian woman's voice? Oh, is that what that is? Yes. Oh. Well, well done. I like to fantasize about what she looks like, too. And to me, she looks like Padma Lakshmi, the Food Network host. I don't watch Food Network. Well, she's just really classy and really beautiful. That's beautiful. That's wonderful for you. I'm just, I have so much confidence now that I have no hair on my balls. (laughs) Just feeling every slight breeze that comes through. No hair, no open wounds. I am fucking unstoppable. Like a wonderful, like like every day is a musical. <laughs> I'm so free down there. It always comes back to sunshine. that. Just a happy child singing. <sighs> yeah, it's good stuff. I had a point with the whole Julianne Moore ran. I don't know. I'm where that sure went. you did. I had something else to contribute, but it's gone now. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Poor guy. Did we talk about the new Mel Gibson movie yet? Did we? No, I don't think so. Fat Man? Fat Man. I don't know anything about it. Okay, what do you think Fat Man is about? A Mel Gibson movie called Fat Those Man. Mel Gibson movies are always about like the same... Fun- like He's either a criminal... Or he's a family man who like it's is it's it's an action film first off let's 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 do our guesses here it, it's, it's an, an action, action movie but it's also technically a dark comedy yeah I was gonna say it's an action movie and it's a comedy um, is he a criminal in theory sort of so he's a okay let's put it this an way antihero what yes one of his actions his main action his primary function in life could be misconstrued as a BNE. It's a Santa movie. <laughs> it is a Santa movie. <laughs> yes. Okay. To save his declining business, Chris Kringle, Mel Gibson, <laughs> is it- also known as Santa Claus, is forced into a partnership with the U.S. military. Making matters worse, Chris gets locked into a deadly battle of wits against a highly skilled assassin hired by a precocious 12-year-old who received a lump of coal in his stocking. What's it rated? I would have to assume R. If it's rated R... Of course you know I'm going to watch that pile of garbage. Well, here's the thing, Rory. You are not going to watch anything. It appears to be unrated. It comes out on digital download November 17th. And I think you and I are going to watch it and review it on the show. That sounds very exciting. So mark it down on your calendars. I'll let you remember it for me. I want the viewers to remember it and to badger us and go, don't forget to do Fat Man. Oh, it's going to happen. You guys said. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll do a nice little thing on it. We wanted you guys you talk a big game about yeah. I can see your penis. <laughs> When's that going to happen? Fat man. <laughs> Got to do something. Got to promise something. Talking about these shaved balls. When are we going to see them? Yep. Can't just keep slinging bull, Skimbo Lounge. So that's on the docket. But also, uh, you know, we're jumping the gun a little bit, but not mm. next week, but the week of Halloween. We've got a special surprise little movie review that we're going to do. Should we tell them what movie I or mean, should we spring it on them? It's a Halloween movie. It's a Halloween movie. Yeah. For the week of Halloween. Yeah. And it won't be Hocus Pocus. And We're not be. doing Hocus Pocus. Sorry. Thanks for the suggestions, but fuck off. Everyone's seen it. Most people watch it at some point during October. 
Everybody does it. Everybody knows how they feel about it. We're not going to review Hocus Pocus. I'm sorry. It's not Hocus Pocus. All that's going to happen that is in the bud right now. We're going to fucking talk about like, oh, what would happen if you had a fucking four way with the Sanderson sisters? Like, what do you like? There's not. There's not. It's going to be a lot of what animal would what spooky animal would you get turned into? Yeah. They turn me into a toad and they'd step on me. Come on. That's it's Oof. already it's done. They would turn you into a toad, terrorize me with you Fuck. as the toad. Yeah. Oh, no, it's terrible. I die of fright, and then they smash you. I see your fears. <laughs> they throw me at you very, very hard, so I die. I break apart on you. Swack. And I just, yeah, being covered in toad guts. I'm, I'm not a big toad. I'm like a, like just small enough they pick me up. I kind of pee on them while they do it, and they just peg me against you like you're a brick wall. That's Dead. enough. That'll stop my heart because I can't, I can't be around these fucking things. They turn you into a squirrel or something. We don't save the day in that version of Hocus Pocus. No, God, no. Because yeah. I'd sit there and be like, wow, Sarah we Jessica Parker looking okay. We need the innocence of a blah so we can do our spell. It's not going to be us. Well, that's the thing is you and I are pretty safe from ever being used in a witchcraft scenario because we're completely corrupted. So that's why they just murder us. We're those two guys that they keep in the cages at the end that nobody saves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think those guys died in those cages. Probably. They should do a follow-up movie. 20 years later, just cuts <laughs> in and just skeletons. Well, they are doing a sequel, and I really do hope are they someone really? breaks in. And, like, they'll probably be hokey, hokey pokey. And uh, see what I did there? They'll probably break in, and, like, the dudes will still be there with, like, long hair and beards. and be like, get us out of these cages. <laughs> they'll do something <laughs> stupid like that. They should show up and just have, like, rotting skeletons. corpses hanging out of these cages. Zombies. Just a foot, just blat, falls in the cauldron. They like to do the zombie thing, so hell, do the zombie thing. Yeah. They'd be fine. They're gonna fuck it up, though. Yeah, it's gonna be witches dabbing. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a movie that's just like, again, when Hocus Pocus came out, since we're talking about it, it got panned. Everyone hated it. But it It's became not a, a cult, good movie. It became a cult classic. Right. So, I don't expect much out of the sequel. Well, it very successfully captures the the spirit of Halloween, not the Halloween store spirit of Halloween. It's a nostalgia thing. It's it's a vibe. It's a nostalgia, it's a vibe. It's it's much very much the same thing like have you seen the the viral video of the dude on his longboard drinking ocean spray, lip-syncing to Fleetwood Mac? No. <laughs> he's I have not. He's like the big new thing on the internet. Oh, boy. It's literally just a dude. I, I think it's Dreams that he's lip-syncing to. Dreams! <laughs> dreams! <laughs> Punches Jupiter. But he's he's longboarding somewhere in Idaho, drinking ocean spray out of the bottle, lip-syncing to Fleetwood Mac. And everybody goes, oh, it's a vibe. And they like him. And I'm not shitting on the guy, but like ocean spray gave him a brand new truck and a year's worth of ocean spray. Wow. He has two million followers on Instagram now. Like He got representation from longboarding down the street, drinking cranberry juice. Let's be honest, high as fuck. I mean, all of the merch so he was selling before this had into... 420 on it. He's a stoner. Yeah, so he's just going to translate that into a lot of money. Good for him. Sure. But like... Hopefully he doesn't fuck it up. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, keep your nose your nose clean there. He, he goes by dog face. Um, I mean, keep your nose clean there, buddy. But that's the thing is like, I can create a vibe. It's probably going to be me like aggressively cleaning my cat's asshole. But like... <laughs> That is also a vibe. I took some bad advice from my friend and shot my cat in the ass with his blowgun. I got a lot of cleanup to do. It's just me licking his ass clean. And I'm like, this is a vibe. It's not a good one, but it's a vibe. I, I guarantee if you did that, millions of people would see it on the internet. 
That's what I, and that's all I care about. Yeah. I don't necessarily need endorsements from it. I just need attention. Boy, I can't wait to see the album art for this week. <laughs> hey, maybe I will. Maybe I'll do dog face, but I'll do a little little kitty with his butthole out. No, let's <laughs> don't do no. what you want. If I, I call it I can see your penis, then it, it it's gotta have relatively tame album artwork. It's just gotta have us as game show hosts. <laughs> yeah. There you go. All right. That's a good compromise. That's a good Missouri compromise. Sure. Um, okay. I got another question for you. Uh-huh. It's about the Skimbo Lounge. Do I want to hear it? I think so. Okay. I'm intrigued. Do you think, if we're trying to start a vibe, if we're trying to kind of turn this into a cult, right? Into a cult. I mean, not in so many words. Robes. The answer is robes. Ro- well, to that end. Your you you are your head is where I'm kind of thinking too. Should we have our own version of the Sea Org, or people who like pledge a billion years, like after you die and come back because reincarnation is a thing? I mean, we have to figure out what our belief structure is. I think that's the first thing. Well, nothing. And then how to monetize it? <laughs> how do we get everyone in the cult's money? How do we monetize chaos and nihilism? I mean, that's an easy sell. We go, nothing fucking matters. Give us your money. The only, the only reason we're in, into a cult is to get money, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, money and, again, attention. More than anything, I just care about attention. Just so, like, when you say things in the morning, like, oh, fuck, I stubbed my toe. Everyone's like, oh, what does he mean by that? And they go on off and talk about so it for, like, three hours. But to that end, we're going to need foot soldiers because if anyone suddenly goes, yeah, we listen to that podcast and it's fucking stupid. I mean, these guys are are clearly insane. Like, (laughs) what? We need people that are going to go around and crack some skulls. Sure. And I put feelers out with the Proud Boys. They're very busy. We can't (laughs) rely on them. Now I'm on a list. (laughs) (laughs) Now you are too, Rory. No. You're welcome. I just want everything on my phone. Why did I link my Gmail to my phone? (laughs) No one even uses it. Just geolocation, folks. But I, I, I do. I think we should start. And for those who aren't familiar with Scientology, the Sea Org is this basically like, I, I, can you call it militarized? I, I would. It's hard to say. They're the people who are like out on the boat. They do a lot of that. I mean, it's basically like an indentured servitude thing, though, because they're not elite or anything. Most of them are just clean and shit and basically they're the church's bitches and some of them are like the super dedicated they're the kind of people who will go out and like film you if you're trying to film them or they'll come out and harass you and that kind of group you get paid like $30 a month or something to be in the Sea Org and you sign a billion year contract well that's more than we'll be paying you yeah anyone who I joins paid. the Sea Org yeah so I can't how could I pay everyone if we're going to be a cult that's a lot of people yeah, you're more doing it for the satisfaction of yeah, a job we, well done. We need to f- like form the structure first before we can pay anybody. Once it becomes a turnkey position, we're making millions of dollars off the backs of our members and the horrible things that they're doing to society. We just send them out to steal shit for us. We'll do all the same shit that Scientology does where we will get involved with the prison population so that when they come out, we'll help them get jobs and then they will owe us a little bit and they will be the henchmen. They'll be doing some dirty shit for us. Uh, yeah, I don't hate this, Rory. <laughs> I'm telling you. How do we, we get the Skimbo Lounge into prisons? We can learn a lot from what Scientology does. All we got to do is make a bunch of pan flips 
and make like a company or some kind of corporation that's about rehabilitation. We apply for a bunch of government grants and we set up a foundation that's about getting, um, about getting um, newly released prisoners on their feet doing work and getting back into the community. And what we do is we get them back into the community by having them all come and learn about our cult. <laughs> you ever <laughs> wanted to shave a fat man's dick? <laughs> and we got the organization for you. What's the name of our cult going to be? Well, I haven't... I, come to the lounge and hear us speak. I have an acronym for the Sea Org for us, but I don't know yet what it means, hey but man, it's pond scum. Don't go to that place in Tulsa. That's where the Skimbo Lounge hangs out. We control the streets. Tulsa would be a good landing spot for us. Yeah. Somewhere. It's got to be somewhere innocuous. It's like uh, that Yogi Raj thing where they just pick that town out in the middle of nowhere and change the name of it. Oh, and yeah. Start Oregon, buying up yeah. all of the land. and Yeah. I mean, we could probably get away with that here in Vermont. They'd be like, oh, they're like bread and puppet theater. Oh, look, a podcast. And they bought a plot of land, and they're all out there to make a commune. We just got to get a whale. That's what we need to do. Yeah. We need to get like five or six people, and number seven needs to be someone who happens to have $40 million. And then it begins. <laughs> I Dude. follow the church of the dying sparrow. It's beautiful. Like, uh-huh. Yeah, it's great. We just come up with a bunch of bullshit. Well, I mean, I think we can just stick with the Skimbo Lounge. I don't think we need to like... Reinvent the wheel name-wise. No, I think like, it needs to be something foreboding. Like what? I don't know. Well. I'll have to think about it. You've got a week to come up with something. We can use the Skimbo Lounge, though. This is going to become a propaganda machine. I, it, Who I, wants to be in our cult? It already is a... Pro- this is all, podcast already is a propaganda machine. To For whom? I have no idea. Somebody out there has got to do marketing. <laughs> Every cult needs one of those. We're just going to use who, who feels like doing some evil. We need influencers, Listen, yeah. The world is already going to shit. So let's all become supervillains is what I'm trying to say. If anyone out there has like a scientific experiment, like, well, maybe if you drink this vodka, you might get heat vision. Uh, I'll, I'm willing to do that. I'll be the world's first, like, uh, you know, Dr. Doom. Hit me with that radiation. Yeah, that oh, or you're going to be the first oh. guy to die of <laughs> yeah, radiation, radiation poisoning in a while. I thought it was going to turn me into a superhero. He's got about 48 hours. He drank so much irradiated water. It appears his superpower is shitting out all of his organs. <laughs> that is, he's just getting cut apart by the DNA. Not sure how he's going to use that against the Avengers, but I'll give him the benefit <laughs> of the doubt. He just Oh, he shouldn't have swallowed that radioactive rock. <laughs> Get him, squid. I thought I was going to become the human torch. Yeah, now you're just the human mollusk. Like that doesn't even follow. It happened to him in space. Shoot me into space. You just detonate your own asshole when you get scared. Ah! The last three months of the cult is about getting me into a rocket. I just die in orbit. Or a hospital. All right, bring her down. <laughs> I don't respond because I'm dead. I, the thing is, I think we could provide, the Skimbo Lounge really could, with some minor tweaks, provide a safe haven for a lot of these fucking losers and freaks out there. Flat earthers, the proud <laughs> boys. Like... All you got to do is make them feel like they're not insane for the insane things they believe and get them to believe the insane thing that you're pitching to them. Yeah. We got to come up with something absolutely crazy. A central thesis. Well, I think it's our like, su- our supremacy. Hey, man, the world isn't flat. It's hollow. <laughs> There's a whole civilization of mole people down there, and we need to set them free. They'll be on our side. Hard conservatives. Every one of them. It's a utopia, man. <laughs> paleo conservative <laughs> mole people 
I, it's just Steve Bannon, but he's like blind and completely pale. Ah, freedom isn't free. <laughs> <laughs> it's a child, not a choice. Ah. We need you to have children so we can eat them. It's yeah. all there is underground. So we just need to come up with like a crazy, some kind of crazy theory. I have a crazy theory. What's that? That we pitch them. Things are going to get better. <laughs> no one in their right mind would believe that. But only if you join us. And yeah. we can get important people to join us. And we can get seated in positions of power. I mean, that's all religions, basically. Things are going to get better. Just trust us. That's as much as we have to give people. I mean, unless we're a doom cult and we know everybody else. Like, we're again... We could be like an evil cult where like everybody in it is out to make the world a little worse. <laughs> hey, everyone. Uh, hail Skimbo Lounge. I kicked a dog today. Hoo-hoo, good job, Terry. Oh, that's just... nice. Now, now Great. per Skimbo Lounge lore, did you kick it in the vagina? Oh, I sure did. Oh, it was, it was, it did not, it was not happy. And the person that it was with, oh, they chased me. So uh, I waited until they finally went away and I peed on their car. Ooh, nice. Well done. Stick and move. Stick and move. <laughs> Just awful. Just chanting all of our catchphrases. Ha, ha, ha. Shave your dick. I'd like to think that that's going to be like Fight Club, where eventually like, we're having like dreamless, weird sleep, and we wake up, and we're just alternate personalities that have been going around setting up little fight clubs. I often wonder if you you're just, a figment of my imagination. You open up the, the, uh, uh, a random door at a restaurant someday, and there's people inside podcasting. <laughs> you're just like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? Things are tight as a drum here, sir. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Just a lot of C4 getting packed. One can dream. That would actually, yeah. The Fight Club aesthetic would work really well for Skimbo Lounge. Yeah. Just making our own soap, burning ourselves with it. You can do a lot of things with soap. Just meatloaf with giant titties. Yeah, we need to get, we need to get our own Robert Paulson. His name was Robert Paulson. Like, hey, a little bit too much. It's a little too on the nose, guys. His name was Mitch. His name was Mitch. His name was Mitch. <laughs> this is Mitch. Mitch had bitch tits. <laughs> oh, no. Poor Mitch. I've seen that movie in a while. Which one? Uh, Fight Club. Oh, yeah. It's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a while. Oh, I, you're relating it back to Meatloaf in that movie. Okay, I get it now. I've ruined yeah. the joke. That's wonderful. Holy shit, yeah, if you have to explain it. Yeah, you're welcome. Is everyone else there caught up? How are we doing on time? Oh, we're actually a little over. Seriously? Yeah, we're at about an hour seven. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, we're doing great. Look at us. We really got this train wreck to the end. I mean, I didn't think that I could see your penis would give us this much content, but... <laughs> I don't think it was all about that. Well, I don't know, Rory. We'll see how the cult, the, the cult forms out. The people have spoken, and they want to see, I want to see your penis. See, if anyone actually asks, we'll say we'll call it a cult. A cult? A cult. Mm. We're not a cult. We're a cult. No, it's a cult. Yeah, we are a social club. One time. Uh, we're a social cult. I remember that was pretty <laughs> pretty funny. Um, we came home from college once, ran into our old drama teacher, and I think you, me, and Tanner all fabricated different lies to tell her. <laughs> Mine was a walk to remember. I was like, I fell in love with a preacher's <laughs> daughter, but she died of cancer. But I married her right before she died. I said, uh, I, I went, I, like, when I moved to the city, that I met a bunch of friends, and that eventually I realized that they were trying to convert me into a cult. You joined and a I escaped. You said you joined a social club, and then later found out it was a gang. Yeah. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. That's great. We said all of this with a completely straight face, too. Oh I yeah. I think she bought it because she trained us to yeah, be she, good actors. She did a pretty so, good job. Yeah. You know, 
Good for her. <laughs> so he could torment her later in life. <laughs> and that's what's so powerful about it. It's beautiful. Giving back to the community. Ha ha, theatrics. And we just dance away. <laughs> Throw a handful of glitter in. <laughs> well, all right. We'll, uh, we'll wrap this one up. So we've, uh, you know, obviously you can find us on the gram at Skimbo Lounge, on Twitter at Skimbo Lounge. I know no one uses Gmail, but Skimbo Lounge at gmail.com. So that's. That's all the places you can find us. Rory, you got anything you want to plug? Actually, kind of. You yeah. kind of do. I know. It's kind of weird. Uh, I started, uh, if you ever liked all that political shit I was talking about on the show, which most people I think don't, which is why I'm trying to shy away from it these days. But uh, I have some buddies that are doing another show called uh, Progressive Rants. So if you want to hear some people talk about politics, go look us out where, where all good podcasts are. See, look at us. All, we're both branching out. You're doing uh, music reviews. Yeah, old friend of the pod, Jeff, and uh, I'm doing some uh, political shit with some other guys. Maybe we'll link to both of them in this episode. We'll uh, we'll link to Out on That Line, which is my music pod, and we'll link to Progressive Rants. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, look at that. See, podcasts helping podcasts. Follow us. This is how good podcasts are podcasted. And don't forget to send in your submissions for I can see your penis coming this fall, ladies. Uh. Don't be afraid to apply. <laughs> That's. We love Mr. X. <laughs> that is not a penis. You are correct. Congratulations. That, that penis seems awfully compact. <laughs> oh, sir, I'm sorry. <laughs> Gender is a spectrum. Now, that penis looks like it got pushed inside. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, waiting for that first bit of hate mail. <laughs> yep. I thought meaty clit would do it, but... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe reminding them will. (laughs) Well, all right, you fuckers. Thanks for sticking with us. So for another week, thank you. Go fuck yourselves. And goodbye.